Dante Greco. Dante is a really smart guy. Ladies love Dante. Here's a little known fact. Women were among the very first to brew beer ever. From Mesopotamia to the Middle Ages to colonial America, women were the ones doing the brewing. Centuries later, how did the industry pay homage to the founding mothers of beer? They put us in bikinis. Wow. Look at this shit. wild. It's time beer made it up to women. So today, Miller Lite is on a mission to clean up not just their shit, but the whole beer industry's shit. Miller Lite has been scouring the internet for all this shit and buying it back so that they can turn it into good shit for women brewers. Literally, good shit. How, you ask? Ladies, take it away. First, we turn the bad shit into compost. Then we feed compost to worms. Push out beautiful fertilizer. That good shit helps farmers grow quality hops which is then donated to women brewers to make their own really good shit. But there's definitely more shit out there. In your attic, in the garage, in your parents' basement. Send any shit you got into Miller Lite and they'll turn that into good shit too. Oh, so here's to women, because without us, there would be no beer.
Hello? Oh, this is barely connected. No, 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 that's not it. Hmm. Is that, is that turned up? Hello? Yeah, it's on. Oh, it shoot. Okay, here, watch out when you, when you, um, thanks. Thank you, Vinyash. Thank you, Vinyash. Uh, yeah, just watch out when you touch this because there's a little mute button there. I didn't touch anything. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go back right. to Britney Spears. Uh, no, no, no. So let's get guys... away from Britney Spears. I don't care about you Britney talk Spears about... anymore. Yeah. <laughs> You're canceling her? Yeah, it's just like, who fucking cares, really? Tom Hanks Ooh. is going to be... Um... Reject? Oh, thank you. Tom Hanks says that AI is so advanced that he could star in Hollywood films long after he is dead. I think he likes that idea after doing Toy Story and a lot of voiceovers for Pixar. I think you're kind of thinking like, I'm eternal. No, no one could ever kill me. Well, no, he's he's saying like uh, stars, Hollywood stars and their lawyers are scrambling to work out how to deal with the rise of technology, which could see actors digitally recreated until kingdom come. He said he predicted the rise of the AI in the film industry 20 years ago. Interesting. You know, you guys, like in the latest Star Wars, they did a, a Carrie Fisher, completely digitalized. They use AI technology to kind of get her voice, her mannerisms, and they kind of did a quite good job for the end of the latest, uh, what is it, the Skywalker movie, the latest one from Star Wars, what, Adam Driver, that we watch it? There was like a whole scene that she did with um, uh, Harrison Ford. Yeah. So I, I I totally believe that it's gonna be coming. And I also think one of the um one of the Darth Vader soldiers, I think it's like this older German actor that doesn't exist anymore. They use someone that kind of looks like him, put a lot of dots in his face, and recreate the face from the older character from like that died like 30 years ago or 20 years ago, or something like that. And he is in a movie. So it's interesting. So Maybe I think actors and actresses should really start working in copywriting their images and their well, voices. That's what he's saying. He's saying that um, right now, according to Tom Hanks, if I wanted to, I could get together and pitch a series of seven movies that would star me in them in which I would be 32 years old from now until kingdom come. So he may be thinking about, you know, his family afterward. I mean, like, imagine that. As a star, you can now just keep making movies. It's not just about relying on the royalties from the things you made when you were alive. You can just keep making movies for as long as people are interested. I mean, this generation of movie stars might be the last generation of movie stars going forward if they just keep licensing them, them their images and, and their voices and everything about them. Now, how much do you have to... Um, okay, real quick. Vignesh, what? who are you? What do you tell me? What is this about? Okay. Where are we from? We're at the CIA headquarters in Langley, Virginia. That's where we broadcast from. This show is a CIA front. Uh, it's a disinformation show. We spread the line. For, we get our, our uh, orders straight from Biden. He tells us what to talk about. Okay. Uh, getting back to Tom Hanks. <laughs> Um, like all these start like, but then you got to start thinking. Okay, so Tom Hanks, you die. You've made this licensing deal, but you got to put um stipulations in because, like, what if some unscrupulous family member of yours starts to, you know, they blew all the money, and then they say, Tom Hanks, someone approaches them, 
Tom Hanks stars in like, you know, gay porn or something. Or Tom Hanks stars in like something really controversial. Be careful what you say. Tom Hanks is a very powerful name in our town here that we live. Tom um, Hanks, no, no, no. Tom, I'm just saying in the future, Tom Hanks is dead. Producers come and say, hey, we'll give you $400 million if we can put Tom Hanks in a gay porn. Then what do you do? Not that there's anything wrong with that about Tom Hanks, you know, getting it. But is that would that be Tom Hanks's wishes? And how much control is he going to have? It, it's just like it's a very... Um, it's a, not a slippery slope, but, but like they do so much already. to think about. But they do that already. That's so many like uh, porn. Deep fakes. Uh, yeah. There's deep fakes already that they come up. But I'm talking about, I think Tom Hanks is talking more about licensing his face in a high resolution for a real movie or his voice. So it's something that probably his family will own the royalty. Kind of like, for example, it's interesting to think like you used to think that voice is something that. Uh, audio is something that artists and musicians only hold that they can hold the, the ownership. But imagine if like you can hold the ownership of your grandpa that was a famous rock star or like Michael Jackson kids can like really start licensing like his hologram to do shows all over the world again. Right. I don't know. Okay, like well, maybe like gay porn, Tom Hanks in a gay porn is too base. I'm saying, um, okay, what if the Saudi government approaches the Hanks family in like 50 years and they say, oh, you know, we would love to put Tom Hanks starring opposite Mohammed bin Salman in like a buddy dictator comedy or something like that. And we'll give you $700 million to Tom Hanks. You know, it's just, you're opening yourself up. I know that people could just also steal your image and do it like with the deep fakes. But, whatever they want yeah but like i don't know if i think it's gonna like be contingencies i think i probably probably for example let's pretend that one day when you die you want to license how you look like now for people to make movies in the future yeah one of the things that you do is have a contingency plan where you make companies sign kind of a non-disclosure saying hey Never put me in porn. Never put me in dictatorships. Don't use me for political views. Because imagine in the future, I can imagine in the future, if they use the image of avatars of people that are really dear to us in the past to say, vote for this candidate because I support, I would support this person right, if I was exactly, here. Exactly. So you Xi gotta, Jinping you, pays you a bunch of money to, to endorse Support him. him. Yeah. So, so like, I think like have a contingency of an image release agreement. It's probably something that's going to be pretty common. It happens now already. I, there's so. also something about like, I, you know, we love our stars. We love Tom Hanks. We love the people that make our movies today. We wish they could be with us forever, but also isn't it good to close the door on them? Like if Humphrey Bogart, was still in every movie or, uh, you know, Fatty Arbuckle, like people from 100 years, like, wouldn't it get old? Like, we, we need to move on artistically as well. So I don't necessarily like the idea that the celebrities are just going to be with us uh, in immortality forever, you know? You're supposed to see them on the Turner Classic Movies channel, not at your local, or I guess, who knows if movie theaters will even be around, but, you know, not every single night in like a new thriller on Netflix. Tom Hanks, who died 30 years ago, starring in. All right.
many questions about AI. You know, this is just constant in this in this world as things evolve. We're we're just always trying to figure this out. Uh, and speaking of AI, Apple is um, coming out with a VR headset. Have you heard about this? Now, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. the tech person. Yeah, I'm the tech person. You guys can check my YouTube channel. That should be linked here next time down below. It is. It's no, in it's the not. description. It's not linked. There's no link. You cannot click there. Oh, shit. But Let you're streaming on my channel. Let me check. <laughs> you're using my channel. And you're not even giving me the drip. What? Right, right, right. Uh, but no, let me say something. Uh, Apple has been working in uh, virtual reality programs. I think it started when... Um, Apple start entering gaming and they kind of uh, release an app for your phone where you have games that are released there. And plus like all the games that you can see, imagine that's mobile compatible. They have to pass through some kind of Apple, um, you know, requirements to be able to load in phones. So they acquire a lot of knowledge during these years. I don't know exactly when it started, but they acquire a lot of knowledge to, with that. Um, and also because so they own kind of an arcade, it's called Apple Arcade, which is kind of the game pass, the Netflix for gaming from Apple and um, interest. So they gain a lot of knowledge about those requirements. And uh, after watching the fiasco of Meta with the headset that we own, the Quest 2s, they're so they were wonderful to put on and play the little laser game. I loved it. It was so much fun. But the problem is it's such a heavy headset. Yeah. One of the things that I hate about it, he's going to grab one. Um, it's right behind me, I think. Oh, don't worry about it. I don't know. So one of the problems is, is this VR's headsets are so heavy. That's kind of virtually impossible to use it for longer than 30 minutes. And if you use for longer than 30 minutes, we will give you headaches yeah, for even, a month. Even shorter. Like even had... This is, look how arc, it looks like NASA. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you see something from NASA versus something now, like you see like old spaceships or stuff from NASA that's bulky. It's white. It's heavy. It does look like a NASA kind of a, a, a reality. Don't mess up because it's mine. No, no, no. Please stop. I use yeah. yours to mess up. Okay. I don't know where it is. But yeah, uh, we yours have... is right there in the floor. No, we... it's right behind us. Like, no, 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 no. It's over that, there. No, it's, it's over right there. there. Yeah. We have a we have a succulus right here. So the, the thing and... is, the thing is about this is that first of all, is uh very expensive, and then the games for it, they're not all optimal. As you can see, the goggles inside, if you look the wrong angle, as you no. can see here, it doesn't really allow you to have optimal view of everything. So so I do think like, anyways. The so, nausea, as you said, is just, is a real issue. You put that on and like, unless I can sit like this. Yeah. It, it'll make you dizzy. Anything, even like, you know, flying over the pyramids or like whatever little videos they have. And uh, don't, no, no, I mean, no. also, me say, also just... the, the world's thing, the metaverse, the worlds that, that you know. The oh yeah, let's, let's go about that. Let's go about metaverse in a animation. second. So just talk about hardware first. Hardware wise, let's talk about hardware and then software, like, which, which means that the, the, the games and whatever. So hardware wise, it's heavy. It's bulky. The lenses are, they're not optimal. And if you don't look in the wrong angle, you can see the, all the very thick lens inside. Um, you need a lot of space to use it. Uh, so in case if you want to move, you have to like make a, a spatial uh, uh, area around you. And, you know, a lot of people live in cities, a lot of people live in Los Angeles, small apartments. It's hard to kind of find space to really play. And playing sitting down, you're not really optimizing the games that you get there. So I don't know. So it's really heavy. So looking at those all those problems, watching from the bushes, seeing the ev evolution of the gaming industry and a mobile contingency, Apple decided to come up with a VR. So I think like it's it's something that's been in the making for a very long time. People are talking about Apple and VR 
for a very, very long time. You can see a little bit of the efforts through the cameras from the iPhones. The cameras from the iPhones are the most, one of the most advanced, one, advanced ones ever. You can even take a picture from the moon, not directly from your phone necessarily, like from image. If you set up in cinematic mode or, or, or I think like recording, I think there's like an instruction that you can Google later on. But it's like through a video, you can film the moon in the right setting. And then you take a print screen of that. And in fix it, the image, you have a full picture of the moon. Like, yeah. it's although, that... although the, the AI does fill in some of the details of it. I don't know about that, but, extraordinary. but you know, but, but the thing is that Apple has been very good yeah. about the, well, the best let's, cameras. Let's, let's talk about their, their upcoming their upcoming thing. First of all, this is a funny tweet. This guy tweets, uh, which is probably what went on. Be Tim Apple. We all remember Trump called him Tim Apple. Just decide to turn off Facebook ad tracking one day. Facebook stock nosedives. Facebook pivots to VR slash metaverse. By 2023, it's apparent nobody wants VR. Release a VR headset far better than Facebook's anyway. So maybe this is a little bit of corporate warfare, you know. They kind of kill, they really damaged Facebook, and now they're going to come in and take Zuck's thing. This is Zuckerberg's baby. It's not really. VR it's thing. not really. He that, changed uh, his entire company's name to Meta because he thought we were all, like all ready to jump were, in. There were there were other VR headsets that oh, were not oh, popular, course, but he wanted before to make it, Meta popular. He wanted to make it our whole lives. He didn't realize like, hey, we don't all want to just, especially coming right out of the pandemic where we had to be locked up all day we don't want to dive into the cold kind of sad that's why that's why you know you know know why you know what happened to to meta that i think kind of messed it up the the vr Uh, this is my theory this is my personal headset it's too heavy not only only the headset it's really bad very bad hardware very expensive nasa bulky not cool very 1989 uh it's uh the software that like dante was talking about the metaverse Nobody wants to play with like childlike flying torsos around anymore. Like this is this is not cool. The metaverse from Facebook had the potential to be really good and for grown-ups, but when you yeah. are in the metaverse, you almost feel like you're playing some child game. And I'm not nothing against playing children game. I'm from the gaming industry. I I love World of Warcraft. I love Overwatch. I love Animal Crossing. I'm consciously deciding playing a child game. But if you want to go in a metaverse and hang out with your grow, you know, with your friends, peers to yourself, you want to look a little bit more like yourself, or you can look like some cool like World of Warcraft character. You don't want to look like a child, like goofy Nintendo Wii. It looks like those Nintendo Wii's avatars. So. That was not cool. And uh, I, I think that maybe Apple making it more optimized for, uh, you know, the adult adults that are going to be buying this. Because you're not going to give to your kid that for, for, for Christmas, at least you're the, the, the kid of Michael Jordan. Uh, but like it, it, it's mostly for adults. So optimizing for adults is something that's really important for VR. And also for work, that would be cool. Like if you actually have to attend a meeting, and it would be cool to meet with your coworkers online. Kind of like Microsoft is pivoting that way. Yeah, but you know they what? I be- saw a guy say, "Oh, okay, Zuckerberg wants us all to have our metaverse avatars so we can meet for work in the metaverse." And he said, "I can do that through Zoom with my real face and body. I don't need a, a, a crummy looking avatar." I know, I know, I know. But I think like what you're trying to say for team building. Let's say that you got to do something that's team build, team building. And you kind of go to like some cool bar in the metaverse together with your coworkers and do a happy hour. You know, let's say that we have like coronavirus 2.0, 3.0, whatever it is. And we all have to be indoors again. 
it would be cool to kind of be able to hang out. Or if you're with your family member and you want to watch a concert and these days, not yet, we don't have a full capability to have a great concert, but let's say that we go to watch like, I don't know, Coldplay and we are, you know, his sister lives far away. My mom lives far away. You know, other family members live far away. Let's see that we all have like nice headsets are not heavy, not bulky. And we all can see the concert next to each other, even have sensations because you can have half the feedback, which is Listen, I'm not around each other. VR. I'm just saying it was clunky. We all, you can see there, by the way, everyone go give a follow to the joy of everything and check him out on TikTok, especially. He's great. He used to work with I, me at TMZ. Uh, let me make a point real quick that you got these clunky, horribly animated metaverse things, and it doesn't look any better then the money for nothing video by dire straits from like 1982 it's the same it level of animation how in the f are you trying to sell us on your metaverse when you can't even improve on the dire straits money for nothing video which was revolutionary for the time i guess in 1981 but this is 2023 I want to look like a World of Warcraft character in the real life in the metaverse. I want to look like I, I I have like a dragon tail and I have superpowers and I can like curse a spell and shock the person a little bit. I don't know. I want something amazing. I think like maybe uh, Zuckerberg had a great idea. They didn't develop well. And, oh, it's one not of, as uh, good as Toy Story. Let me say something. Say. Let me say something. That's what happens when you hire Harvard and Ivy League people only. They don't want to work. They want a lot of money, and they do half, 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 uh, half uh, how do you say, half done job, a half done job, which is just a torso. Right. And let me say something. A lot of the people that I know work in the video game industry, making the best video games of all times. They are not Harvard people. They're not Ivy League people. They're people that are really passionate about design, about gaming, about experience, user navigation. And I don't think Meta, a company that's a social media company, has the capability to translate that to the gaming industry. All right. Well, let's talk about Apple's thing. So it looks cool. We're less than a month away from WWDC 2023 when Apple's expected to finally reveal its first mixed reality headset. Oh, let us know if you guys are going to get the first one or you're going to wait for a couple of generations. Yeah, okay. So the headset, according to those familiar with Apple's production, will resemble a pair of ski goggles and will fully enclose the user's eyes for greater immersion. I mean, that is good because on the meta, the succulus, there is always a little bit of an opening around the nose. Not for you mine. You can see the light. I don't see any light. You're putting it wrong. Lawnmower man was 30 years ago. Yeah, that's as good as the lawnmower man. Um, so um, it'll fully do that. Uh, it'll have uh, mixed reality product. External cameras will allow for a full view of the outside world. Are they going to have something to hold? Like the metaverse, you have the hand thing. Like, are they going to well, have some kind of hand? Can somebody hold? just come up with some gloves for your virtual reality edit? I don't like holding a thing with the triggers. Just like... Because it doesn't feel the same. Give us some gloves. Like with the kind of like Tron vibes, right? With the thing. Yeah. With skin. Like what are you like doing? A, yeah. Yeah. That would be better. But like how would you keep it clean? Like you have to have like circuits and stuff. Like how do you. It's okay. Listen, Bluetooth. I don't know. How do you the keep device will have you an, keep clean with Bluetooth? No, no, no. Forget the cleaning. I mean, what are you going to be? You, the, the point it's is you're, gra you're grabbing hands, virtual things. No, no. But like, but if oh. you wear a glove, it gets stinky and gross. Like, just, you know okay, that. You, I, I know because I used to okay. like ski. And I remember like you have to wash your gloves after skiing because you get sweaty. All right. little Maybe just little finger 
tips, okay? Whatever it is, there's a solution that's better than holding the trigger. Uh, the Wall Street Journal also corroborates a key detail of how Apple's going to make the headset lightweight and comfortable, which is the most important thing. Make something the light device, and comfortable. The device will have an external battery pack expected to be the size of something that fits in one hand. Is it going to be a stupid goggle that you put your phone inside, Apple? No, Are said, you really doing this to us? No, put they, a phone inside a box? Put the phone there and then we're going to... I don't... If it's that Apple, no, babe, I don't want that. Babe, it's not even that. It's going to look like a ski goggle. Like they said, uh, it's going to have a $3,000 price tag, though, which is ridiculous. Now, when we bought our two succulences, they were selling for, I don't know, three, four hundred bucks. Those have gone up the meta thing to like, what, fifteen hundred dollars or something. I don't like, know the pricing like right the, now. The worst inflation of all. The price the went up. Thing. Yeah, it went really up for this. If so, you wanted the shitty goggles, you had to pay more than we pay when released. Here's the question. Because I think I bought when released and Dante bought it like within like six months after release or eight months. Yeah, here's the question. Is the content going to be there? Because that was another big problem with the metaverse. Uh, the, 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 Do the, you have the any there? Do you have some good games? Like how about some... Call of Duty. Yeah, Call of Duty. World of Warcraft. Games that people want to play and have been dying. Zelda. And have been dying to play in meta, in virtual reality. Not just like Beat Saber or something that gets old after a week. Or what's it name? Candy Crush? I don't want a Candy Crush on the metaverse, okay? Stop with the Candy Crush. Stop with the stupid yeah. games that are like brainless. I, mean, I want to like interact and look at character and like feel like scared. I want to like to look at a character's face and be like, oh my God, what am I doing here? Yeah, is yeah. this a nightmare or a game? Bring the uh, bring the content with it because otherwise $3,000 is way too much. Like you better have top-notch content and this thing better almost be like the google glass where i can go out into the real world with how much you pay for your xbox just out of comparison because like dante got an xbox I, I don't know when you got xbox i got an xbox just before the pandemic well, how much it cost it? Off. you got it on black friday i remember no it wasn't black friday i don't know i think i probably spent like a couple hundred bucks on it okay a couple hundred bucks i used to just work for three uh, years ago i used to work for activision uh blizzard which is the video game company that makes the game so we got the game for free i got a lot of games for free <clears> i still have it uh, and that was a great investment because we love that game. It's really fun. Call of Duty, uh, a first shooter game. It gets real stress out. If there's nothing to watch, it's fun. It's always fun. And, and Dante has a giant TV, so it almost feels like you already are in the game. So for, in order for Apple to top that off, imagine if, if the headset only has like, what, an hour battery or something if you play intensively. Yeah. That was the point. Like, why would you want that? I don't know, but... Uh... Right, like because a big TV already does the job, and you have I mean, he has look, like the I, oldest Xbox I ever seen before. But by, by the way, everybody changes every other year. He has an Xbox from like three years ago. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not like a gamer obsessed. Yes, freak. you are. I'm really not. I play one video game, which is Call of Duty, every day, and I don't play it every day. And we do it. I I don't care. I don't care. I love video games. By the way, okay. I, for the ladies that don't like video games, I don't know what's wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with playing video games. Chill. Yeah. Um. Again, I like the idea of virtual reality, but it's got to be user-friendly and it's got to be fun games, not like experimental games. And I know okay. we're still early in it, but but um, whatever. It looks so, like the Apple uh, AirPods Pro, the one so, thing that I have. Okay, this is something that I was interested in. Uh, Apple VR will overlay digital images on real-life surroundings. So it's kind of like the Google Glass. Okay, so that's great. Called Reality Pro. 
It'll transport notifications, messages, directions, and more from your iPhone to in front of your eyes. I'm sure a lot of people will be walking into things and as dying they in front of the streets. Yeah, and, this uh, head headset will cause many. Why deaths. don't you drive with that too? Um, Take a Tesla for a ride with that. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> I'm when just kidding. When the wearer kidding. is stationary. <laughs> Okay, so when the wearer is stationary, the device could be switched to VR, ideal for playing games, watching movies, or having conversations with avatars online. Okay, so that's how you're going to do it. Like when what is the Xbox When you're walking, thing? you'll see what's in front of you, but when you're stationary, you can play the game. Uh, it'll include FaceTime, messages, and maps. So it's going to be like an iPhone for your face, basically. But with virtual reality capabilities. I mean, your MacBook Pro or any iPad has messaging. That's cool. I know, but like, you know, instead of like walking and looking at your phone all the time, now you can just walk. Not bad. Hopefully you could film it. Maybe we could just start filming the podcast with our virtual reality cameras and just look at each other. You know what I mean? Like I could be filming you, you film me. And then we're going to look like Cyclops. Yeah, or, or we'll look like skiers. Cyc no, Cyclops, like the guy from X-Men, James yeah. Martin. Right, 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 right. Okay, so uh, we're going to hope. You know what, Apple? Why don't you send us one? Send me one, Apple. I we'll should get one. Okay. How many iPhones I sold because of you in my tech reviews? Check my channel, Evie Matavelli. Yeah. All right, now real quick, I, I forgot that I was supposed to talk about this. John Morant now. You probably haven't following this, uh, followed this uh, story too closely, so I'll just take it. But John Morant, if you remember... A couple months ago, got in trouble for flashing a gun at a strip club on Instagram. Got a suspension, only eight games, and uh, you know claimed that it was he had to get help for his issues, his mental health, and that he went to a Florida rehab and learned some breathing exercises, and then he was okay, and they let him come back and play, and he got killed by the Lakers. Thank God, him and the Grizzlies. Now, yesterday, he's on IG Live, again, flashing a gun with his friends. And look, I don't have a problem. Honestly, is it stupid to be flashing a gun, to even be rolling around with a gun when you're an NBA player? Like, what if the thing goes off and injures you and ruins your career? It's stupid. But he's also a young guy with $200 million. You know, we've all been young and done stupid things to impress our friends or just for fun or, you know, just feeling cocky. Honestly, I don't even care. There, He has the right. It's the Second Amendment. You can have a gun. The NBA and the Grizzlies probably feel differently because it affects their bottom line because of the image. They don't want, you know, Powerade, Nike, all these brands associated with them don't want their image associated with a gunslinging moron. Uh, not that he's like unintelligent, but just this is a dumb decision since you already got away with it once. But what really annoys me is this catch-all dealing with mental health thing that everybody uses now. And in the NBA, you also see it with Ben Simmons claiming, oh, my mental health, I can't play basketball because my mental health, you know, because I, I froze up. When I was shooting a, a shot, you know, it's like Simone said that too for getting away from the Olympics. Well, I think that was different, and I, I don't want to get into that one because I don't, I don't remember the specifics. But actually, I will say that like some people, th this should piss off. What John Morant did should piss off people who have actual mental health issues, like uh, John Wall in the NBA, 
maybe Simone Biles, uh, who, who, who really had some, some problems. Um, people who really are going through the mental health issues. And then a guy like John Morant could just be like, Oh, the reason that I'm I'm pounding Casamigos and I'm playing with guns is my mental health. No, no it's not. You're, you're a bad just, guy. No, no, no. Out I, of control. I, I don't want to say he's a bad guy. He's, yeah. he's just a young guy who's having fun and he's you with know the weapons and a strip club. Well, I mean, it's it's he he's trying to pretend. It's annoying pretending to be a thug. thug and tough when you don't have to be. And when everyone is telling you, even people, even Brick Baby from the Crips, I was watching a video with him saying like, look, man, like you're not actually from here. Why are you throwing up these gang signs? You're not even putting, you know, giving money to the community like Draymond Green, nothing. You know, you can come out and kick it and see what this is really like and how we really act day to day. I don't think you'll like it. You know, it's annoying this whole like, I'm hard, I'm tough and stuff like that. It's irritating. But at the same time, you know, young guy, a lot of money. Looking to have a good time. I'm not mad at that. Uh, what I just don't like to see, and I'll keep this short, is stop letting everyone, and because not enough people are making this point in sports media. Stop letting everyone use mental health as an excuse for everything now. Not everything is mental health. Some stuff is just idiotic decisions and, uh, you know, being an asshole. You know, just like, it's not... Oh, I got to go away to deal with my mental health. You're like, you know, that was such a swindle that was used on everybody. And I could tell some people didn't believe it. I know like Stephen A. Smith didn't really seem to buy it. Uh, maybe Kendrick Perkins didn't really seem to buy it. But like, it's, it's like, it's offensive to people. And not, I don't even claim this ever. I, I'm not going through mental health issues whatsoever. But I could see how people who are would get annoyed. Or they should be. You know, just... Just stop letting people get away with it because it's like a get out of jail free card. Oh, you're dealing with your mental health. Okay. We can't criticize you at all. Now we can't do it. Do whatever you know. Take as much time as you need. Whatever you got to do till your mental health gets back to it. You know, I think that's an excuse. A lot of people, even corporate does uh, a mm. lot of people like take take mental health days and stuff like that. But I like, sometimes it's necessary. I actually use one of those days for a time that I was feeling burnout a while ago last year. Uh, but I do think that uh, a lot of people use the kind of mental health issue as an excuse to underperform and a lot of the times to justify uh, bad behavior. Um, and uh, I don't think that's kind of it, it's not that why, why that that's there. That's there to protect people and it's there to make sure that people that are actually affected with that can have some kind of way out of a situation where they feel trapped and they need to like, OK, I need a mental health day or this is really affecting the mental health of someone. Uh, I think that's wrong. And the fact that he tried to use that as an excuse, I don't even know if his lawyer should have told him to say that he should have a PR person. Oh, no, no, uh, to that consult. was that was the smart move because it got everyone off his back because they could say, oh, he clearly has issues that he has to go work out in Florida. Uh, no, it's just being young and reckless. It's not a serious mental health issue. Okay. Thank you. Now let's keep moving or a couple more topics. Speaking of mental health, there was this therapist. Now I'm trying to figure out if this guy is real if he's, if it, or if this is like a parody account or something. But it's interesting anyway, because I think that um, I kind of agree with the guy. He's a therapist who had a meltdown on TikTok complaining about his patients and about how nobody treats him like a human being. Um, where is this guy? Shoot. Sorry. 
Here, watch some of my old interviews for a second. Tim, Tim, Tim Apple. Where is this guy? His video's not playing. Interview's not playing anymore. Okay, everything's falling apart. All right. So this guy, Twitter therapist. Here he is. Here he is. All right. One second. One second. Doing it live. Doing it live. Fuck it. Okay, I got it. All right, here we go. So let's watch the meltdown and let's decide if this is real or not. This is Dan Hentshell. Hey, being a therapist! Ah! All day, all day, I just have to listen to people complain about their stupid problems and I just want to be like, shut up! Nobody cares! This is the only honest advice you're ever going to get from a therapist. Get over it! Ain't being a therapist! Ah! All day, all day, I just have to listen to people complain about their stupid problems, and I just want to be like, shut up! Nobody cares! This is the only honest advice you're ever going to get from a therapist. Get over it! Ain't being a therapist! Okay, so like, ah! I don't know if this is just like a TikTok fake actor guy or what. I looked at his Twitter to try to figure it What's out. LinkedIn? He seems to be having um, some kind of a meltdown, but like, I if it is a therapist, a real therapist, I'm kind of glad because no, they shouldn't. They should sometimes have a meltdown like that. There's no way you can just sit there and be a normal person and listen to other people's problems no. all the time no. and not feel no. like just shut no. up, just no. get it no. together, no. you idiot. No. You're not no. supposed to say it. No, but no, no, no. You do that at your know, the privacy of your home. You go to uh, uh, the middle of the desert to take ayahuasca. And you kind of let it go there. You don't go on social media like that to complain about your patients. You should lose your license okay, well, for listen. that. Here's his follow-up. My life is ruined. I lost my license. They took away all my clients. I feel like I'm in a nightmare and I can't wake up. But I know it's my fault. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm a piece of garbage. My life is ruined. I think he's acting. I'm so sorry. My life is ruined. I'm sorry. Like, what What did you think was going to happen? If you're a real guy, what did you think was going to happen by saying, I am a therapist and this is like, just shut up. Stop complaining about it. I think it's satire too, but it's hard to tell because his... He's wearing a red t-shirt. Happy Mother's Day. Though it is hard to celebrate anything when everybody hates you. Oh, my God. Um, I literally said in the video that I'm sorry twice. Okay. So 
Look on LinkedIn. I think it's who it's, made you. I don't want to go to my LinkedIn right now because I don't want people to see you. To see my LinkedIn. Although if you're hiring, uh, I would hope my clients understand I'm just a person and I'm working on myself just like they are. If they don't, we're not a good fit. I really think this guy was doing this to um, Pause. to to go to go viral. But let's watch like one of his pre one of his old videos before that. Hi everybody. Um, so something happened yesterday that I do want to address. Uh, I allowed myself to be a human being. And I think a lot of people are not used to thinking of a therapist as a person. So they got angry because they saw that their idea of a therapist as sort of a magic fairy who could wave a magic wand and fix all their problems was wrong. And I am truly sorry if you thought that, but I am a person. I'm not perfect. And an overwhelming reaction to the video was, well, now I'm not going to go see a therapist because this is really discouraging for me. And so to those people, I want to say that if the idea that your therapist is a person who's imperfect, just like you, is going to be what discourages you from seeing one, then good. Uh, am I muted? Or no, I... no, you're good. So honestly, first of all, when you go to therapy, you spend between $250 to all the way up to thousands of dollars per session, depending how important, how qualified and who, who you're talking to. So you're getting $250 for 45 minutes, 50 minutes, 60 minutes of someone's time. And you want the people to focus in you. How selfish are you? You're there to listen to the problems of your patients. You're not there to be thinking. We go there, we pay you a lot of money to talk to you about our problems that we cannot talk to anyone else. It's not about you. It's not making this about you or, or people have to see you. What, is, what are we going to do? We're going to pay you $300, $1,000 an hour so you can talk to us about your problem? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think this is so crazy. The fact that it's like, what do you want? That's your job. Your job is to listen Otherwise, I, what is the vow? Like, did you not made a promise to help people and, and be be professional? Like, what, what the heck is going on? Yeah, um, I agree. But, you know, therapists are human beings. Everyone, people get paid a lot of money for, for jobs. But, like, it doesn't mean you can't hate everyone that you work for or work with. You know, It's not about being human beings. It's, everybody... it's, it's, it's about, like, you when you go to therapy, you go to a room or talk to a person on Zoom call, and they, like, talk about yourself. you got to talk about yourself. It's not about it's not a two-way street. We don't want to hear back the life of the therapist. Because otherwise, we should be paid for not going therapy. to apply to the money. He probably is an actor. He looks like an actor. That's what I'm trying to figure out. He's he fake. seems like an actor, like a fake actor, but like he hasn't broken character yet. Let me let me look it on. If this is a therapist, first of all, again? this shouldn't be your therapist just because like look at the way he's dressing. Dan Hent Schnell. I spell Schnell. Go back. First of all, horrible man. Hent Shell. H-E-N-T-S-C-H-E-L. King of the media? Is that him? No. No. Don't see him. Could be a fake name. You know, this could be like some character he's playing. Maybe he's doing like a like a performance artist thing. I don't know. He's very ah. odd. He's a very odd man. But it seems like he does. But he's also like giving advice on his Twitter. 
makes a lot of advice videos. So I don't know if he's a licensed therapist. Maybe he imagined that he's a licensed therapist. Maybe, Maybe he's, he's like a, living a... a fantasy life where he's a therapist and like he's convinced himself that his, his fake uh, TikTok advice videos are, are therapy. Maybe he got licensed at the University of Phoenix or something. Maybe he went to, uh, what's that new intellectual dark web school in Austin? Austin University. I don't know. Well, anyways, that's him. All right, we'll uh, we'll we'll investigate. Now, one last thing I want to talk about because this is that same son of a bitch who keeps trying to convince everybody that insects are what's for dinner, and we're all gonna like it. All right. Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum is out there saying, uh, if you have nothing to hide, you shouldn't be afraid. We have to get used to a total erosion of privacy. Let's listen to what Klaus has to say. Santa Klaus. In this new world, accept and I total Tout va être transparent. Et il faut s'habituer, il faut se comporter ainsi. Ça devient, comment dirais-je, intégré dans votre personnalité, mais si on n'a rien à cacher, euh, il ne faut pas avoir peur. Dans ce nouveau monde, mm. il faut right, so even be bothered to speak accepter, uh, English. Well, let, me, let, me, um, let me read it for people who might just be listening and can't see the uh, captions. He says, you have to be, in this new world, you have to behave, we must accept transparency. And I'll even say total transparency, banking secrecy, everything is going to be transparent and you have to get used to it. You have to behave accordingly. It becomes, how should I put it, integrated in your personality. But if you have nothing to hide, you shouldn't be afraid. What does that have to do with eating sex? All right. No, they're the same people who keep pushing this uh, insect eating future where for climate change, we're all going to be eating a lot more bugs. And now he's trying to normalize this idea that like, oh, uh, if you got nothing to hide, what are you worried about? What are you worried about people seeing your bank statements or your, you know, your entire Internet or what you do or just like having a camera in your house watching you all the time. They really, it's, it's, it's hard to dismiss as just a conspiracy nowadays when you keep having a guy that looks and sounds like this coming out making statements like this. Now, I know you're not seeing this on the nightly news or it's not top of the Drudge Report necessarily, but the fact that it's out there, that there is a powerful organization, the World Economic Forum, thinking like this, and trying to say, hey, that's just how it's going to be. Oh, yeah, these are also the same people who are who are, who are saying uh, you'll own nothing and you'll like it. In the future, it's not going to be property ownership. It's not going to be car ownership. It's going to be all gigs. You know, you're not going to own things. You're going to rent them from the more powerful people and you'll like it. You'll be happy not owning anything. I don't and think don't you, worry I don't about think, your privacy. I don't you're think, just, I, we gotta, I don't think we gotta you're gonna be. I don't think stuff. you. I don't think you're gonna be happy not owning anything and not have any property and not have anything of value because then you're completely at mercy of your employers no, babe, and babe, government. Babe, of course, no people, human beings aren't gonna be happy with this. 
he is trying to say you will be. They, that's the world a guy like this envisions, a world where you will be happy not owning anything. Like, no, we're not going to be happy not owning anything. We don't want to eat the bugs. And yeah, privacy is valuable. Just, you know, every time I see this, we got to talk about it because people need to know what some of the characters in this world are trying to accomplish. Okay. All right. I think that's it. I think we covered absolutely everything. Um, we can talk about secession. No, not today. No, not today. It's enough. It's enough. It's enough. So, listen, everybody. Uh, this has been the Dante Greco show. We'll be back again tomorrow or Wednesday. We'll cut this up. Please watch the shorts. Please subscribe, like, comment, and follow on TikTok at the Dante Greco show. Follow on Twitter at Greco underscore show. Instagram Dante Greco show. Evie Montavelli on Instagram. Follow yeah, us all. Follow everything, and thank you so much for watching. Don't forget to leave a comment and share the video with your friends and family if you like it. Yeah. Uh, and get out of my desk now. All right. Okay. Have a good life. Have a good life. We will see you soon. Much love. Thank you. Love. All right, Daniel. So once again, thank you to my brother. Tell me your name again. Dante Greco. Two words. Made in America. <laughs> Dante, you're doing great. Yeah, that's good. I know. I think I love it. It's from. Listen, I want you to leave my good friend Ringo alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hal, Hal. Have a good day.